Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to talk about critical tips for deer hunting. I mean, critical points, critical tactics, critical strategies, critical things that can make the difference for deer hunting. Now, before we jump into this, I'm just going to assume... You guys have heard or have the same knowledge that's in some of the pod or some of the episodes that we've done recently in terms of deer hunting strategies, in terms of how to scout for deer, in terms of finding the right spot. Um, that way, you guys, you've got the basics. You understand for you know how to hunt, how to find a tree, where to set up, how to find deer in the area, what sign to look for. I'm going to assume you've got that. If you don't, you can pause this episode, go back at the last few episodes, download those, listen to those. That'll help you, give you the foundation that you need, and then jump into this one. Or if you've already got some experience and you probably you know, have a good enough handle on those items as well. So critical tips, things that make a huge difference. Number one, always be ready. The minute I leave the car, I load the rifle, and I've carried the rifle in my hands as I'm going through the wood. Now, not if it's dark. If it's pitch black and it's not shooting hours, then I don't do that. I keep the I keep the the chamber empty and keep the rifle on my shoulder. But anytime you're going in the woods and it's legal to shoot, I assume that the, by the once I lock the car, I'm in hunting mode. And I cannot tell you the number of times. I have missed an opportunity to take game because I was not ready. I wasn't at my spot, so I wasn't carrying my firearm again and again. Last year in particular, I was hunting and uh, I was meeting my dad at a place to hunt and I'd gotten there before him and got everything, got my gear on, got out of the car, loaded up the rifle. I look up, 
there's a doe like 50 yards off just staring there standing there watching me get ready couldn't believe it i mean he's just right she was just right there watching me get ready i loaded the rifle chambered it lifted it up pointed it right at the deer i even made the click sound i didn't take the shot i already gotten a doe that season but I was just saying, you know what, if, if, if this is something I was going to do, could I do it? I was there buck hunting. But right there, boom, I was still at the car. Now, depending on where you live, you may not be allowed to do that. You may need to be 30 yards from your car or something like that before you can take a shot. But I'm just telling you, I'm getting ready at the car and I'm being as quiet as I can while I'm getting ready. Because I don't know where game is. I don't know how far it is. I don't want to spook anything. I just want to minimize my, my sound footprint and, and my motion footprint. And then lo and behold, I'm loading the rifle and the deer's just staring at me. I'm looking at her. I'm just making sure, could I actually take this? So always be ready. I can't tell you how many times I've been walking through the woods, didn't have my gun out, didn't have it in my hands, was not able to take a shot. Uh, probably half a dozen turkeys I could have shot if I was ready while I was walking. I know I've got a policy now while hunting, especially turkey hunting. I know we're talking about deer, but especially turkey hunting, my policy is never move without their gun in your hand ready to shoot. I just won't do it because I've kicked out too many birds that I could have taken. You know, one season, I probably every day I was out, I could have taken a bird while I was walking. They were close enough. I, I knew it was the, the type of bird I, I could shoot and I just wasn't ready. I had one second and I could not get the rifle or the shotgun off the shoulder fast enough to take a shot. I had the same thing happen with deer. Just walking through the woods. Now you can't just walk through the woods with the gun shouldered. You'll just, you'll wear out. But you got to keep it in your hands so that you can just shoulder and shoot all but instantaneously. Uh, and you should practice that at the range. Literally, just walking towards the target, da 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 da, da and then look, shoulder, shoot as quick as you can. Just shoot at clay pigeons. Just put clay pigeons on your target. Put them on the ground. Put them against a hillside. And you can hit a clay pigeon from the shoulder at a reasonable distance. Then you can hit a deer in the vitals. Um, just always be ready. Always when you're moving, if it's legal hunting time, be ready. Um, you will you will have opportunities that you won't miss if you do that. So that's tip number one. Always walk, always hunt ready. Like, well, I'm not at my stand yet, so there's no way I'll be able to take a deer. I'll be honest with you, I've had more opportunities walking to and from the place I was going to hunt than I've had sitting in my stand to take, to take game. Um, it's just amazing how that works, but it depends on how far you got to walk to your spot also and what time of day you're walking. If you get in before dark, or if you get in before the sun comes up, obviously you can't shoot anything yet. So, but if it's legal hunting hours, always be ready. Number two, the wind is your friend. Um, always, if you need to move, if you need to shuffle a little bit, if you want to turn your head, if you want to pull something out of your pocket, if you can wait till there's some wind, because the wind causes the trees to move, the wind causes branches, it causes leaves, it causes movement everywhere. So it will mask any move, excuse me, it'll mask any movement you need to make. So if you've got to pull something out of your backpack, wait till you get a nice gust of wind. 
And that'll also the noise generated by the wind can help mask zipper noise. It can help mask you opening a candy bar noise or a granola bar, whatever you what you've got in there it can help mask you opening a soda, which I wouldn't recommend drinking soda while you're hunting, to be honest, just because it makes noise when you open it, it makes noise when you burp. Um, that's one thing that's easy enough to, to, to eliminate. But the wind is your friend. If you're still hunting, I only recommend even thinking about still hunting on windy days because that wind gives you uh, a little bit of an advantage and it actually takes away some of the deer's advantage in terms of sight and sound. So if you need to move, wind is your ally. If you need to do something crazy like take your boot off and pull something out, wait till you get some wind. If it's a terribly calm day and there's no wind at all, that's tough. Um, but that leads us into the next critical point. You cannot be too stealthy. You can't. You cannot be too stealthy. There's no way that you can be too quiet and make too little noise and move too little. There's just no way. Stealth is the ultimate goal. Every hunter should be working every season, every time they're in the woods at moving less, making less noise, and just disrupting less when you're walking and when you're sitting. I mean, I wear a Fitbit. Um, you know, fitness tracker watch kind of thing. I, I like it because it lets me know how far to actually walk in the woods because when I get home and I feel exhausted and I'm like, all right, how many miles did I really cover? How many steps? What was my heart rate? Um, I, I use it, I think, more for that. I, th I like it than for exercise because if I'm on a treadmill or if I'm running down the street, I can know how far I'm going. But if I'm in the woods covering a lot of ground, it's, it's difficult. But the thing that I like about it is the Fitbit will tell you when you're sleeping. If because you know if you've been still for long enough and your heart rate has been low for long enough, it'll start to register you as asleep. And I know that I'm hunting well when I look at my Fitbit when, after I get home, I'm not you know pulling up data usually while I'm hunting, but when after I get home I look at it, I see how many hours did it track me as asleep or how many minutes and when. And then I know, okay, that's when I was being the most effective. I had no movement, I had low heart rate, low impact, and I was being the stealthiest in terms of my sitting. And I've had game get so close to me at times, never usually when I'm hunting, but I've had deer come so close during turkey season. You know, just sit there practicing your stealth. And stealth may matter even more for turkey than it does for deer. But because you're on the ground, but you can't be too stealthy. Point number four. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Always assume somebody's watching you. From the minute you get out of your car, you go to open the car door and you start out through the woods, assume you're being watched by whatever you're hunting and by things that can scare away whatever you're hunting. 
This is a big one. You spook, um, you know, a bunch of squirrels. A bunch of squirrels can spook a deer. You spook a deer, a deer can spook a turkey. I mean, you spook anything, it has the potential to set off a chain reaction let other animals know. So always assume you're being watched. When you're sitting there in your spot, motionless, being stealthy, assume you're being watched. And your goal is for the person watching you or the deer watching you to, to stop noticing you and forget you're even there because you just blend into the tree you're leaning against because you are so stealthy. Just always assume you're being watched. If you're ever going to stand up on your stand or off the, uh, off the tree that you're leaning against on the ground, just assume that you're being watched. Uh, look very closely. Get up very slowly. And when you get up, so many times I've gotten up to see, oh, there was a deer right there or there was a turkey right there or there was whatever animal right there. And I couldn't see it, but when I lifted up that extra couple feet, my perspective changed, my point of view changed, my, my line of sight changed, and I could see something. So always assume you're being watched. Move slowly. You know, it's best to, to move your eyes back and forth to scan an area, not to move your head back and forth. If you start moving your head back and forth, you, you're creating additional movement, something that can be seen. Move your head slow. From, you know, if you have to move it, move it slow, really slow from one side to the other. And like I said before, try to connect it with the wind if you can help it. So very slow movements, very deliberate. Pretend that you're being watched. Um, a little bit of paranoia can be helpful when you're hunting. So many people, they, they scare off any animal for miles just sitting there because they're fidgeting they're pulling stuff out of their pack they're you know reclining changing their position making noise scraping up against the tree playing with their gun oh man you talk about the worst thing you could ever do play with your gun make some mechanical metal sounds they're going to carry through miles of woods don't do that you just pretend like you're being watched pretend somebody's just has their eye on you and listening for every sound that you make because that's what the deer are doing in the woods, especially during hunting season. There's things you can get away with out of season, but not in season because the deer are extra paranoid. So always assume that you're being watched. So let's recap here. So you always want to assume something's watching you. You want to be stealthy. You want to be quiet. You want to minimize your movement. You want to use the wind as your ally. You want to always be ready. Those are the things you read. That'll help you as much as anything else. Scent control, that's important. We did an episode on it. But, you know, doing these things will take you further than a little bit more work on scent control. Some people may beg to differ, but from my experience... These things are the most important things that you can do to help improve your chances. Uh, after, of course, you've gotten a good spot, you found deer in the air, you've set up in the right place, you've, you've gotten whatever type of hunting you, you're going to do, a tree, a blind, on the ground, whatever you've got. But, you know, practice these tips. Do these things. Exercise them. 
Every time you're in the woods, it's an opportunity for you to practice, for you to get better, for you to become a better hunter and practice walking stealthily. You know, these are the things that are going to make the difference for you. So I hope that's helpful. Uh, I encourage you guys go to newhuntersguide.com, look at the show notes, find some additional tips and information and tactics, and maybe some links to previous episodes that you can check out. I'm George Kanidis. Uh, thank you guys for listening. God bless and go get them in, in the deer woods.